This is a Federal News Network podcast. The saga continues for the Agriculture Department and its efforts to relocate the headquarters for two of its research bureaus to Kansas City. USDA is asking some employees now at both the National Institute of Food and Agriculture and the Economic Research Service to work longer in Washington, like through December or even next March. The American Federation of Government Employees is suspicious the extensions could reduce the benefits owed to departing employees. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me with the latest. And wow, this is getting to be sort of a tattered effort, Nicole. What's going? What's happening now? Yes, I feel like I'm here every week with an update about this relocation. But we have now learned that USDA is changing the report date for some ERS and NIFA employees, apparently not all of them. And the way that we heard it from the department is that it would change the report date to December 9th for three teams in the Economic Research Service that it had identified. And those teams include nine employees who had accepted relocation and 15 employees who have, at this point, declined relocation. And then in addition, if you look at NIFA, USDA identified three teams there and pushed back the report date to March 30th, 2020. And that includes six employees who have agreed to relocate and then 38 who have declined. And that's what we know at this point from USDA. Uh, I do have a copy of a letter here given to an employee that describes this scenario and says, we would like to extend your employment, essentially, to December 6th. And this would be basically for an ERS employee. So uh, the saga continues. Well, and so they're trying to get people, I guess, to stick around that had, as you say, declined the move and were going to leave the government or go somewhere else in government but not stay there. Sounds like they need those people to stay and therefore they've got more time to get their affairs in order. That is what it sounds like. And when I asked USDA about this, they essentially said that, you know, this is part of our plan to make sure that we're properly staffed and we value this work, we value this mission And we need people to stay on and continue to perform this work. At the same time, we're also prioritizing hiring for vacancies on these teams. And as of, you know, just a a day or so ago, USDA says it has 15 total employees working in Kansas City. The report date isn't or the original report date wasn't until September 30th. So they anticipate that that 15 number will increase they do think more people will be making to the move in the next making the move to Kansas City in the next couple of weeks but they have 15 people there and they're still trying to hire more and i think this demonstrates and we've talked about some of the attrition numbers at ERS and NIFA which are still quite frankly unclear you know it shows that i think these two bureaus are losing people and USDA has realized that altogether between the two bureaus there's about 4 500 people altogether about 500 550 or so And 15 of them have made the move to Kansas City so far. 15 have made the move. Now, USDA said all along, if you would like to move early, you can. And the thought was you could move over the summer. So if you have young kids, you could get them enrolled in school. They could start the school year there in Kansas City. But the report date isn't until September 30th. And it is September 30th for some employees, but not all, as we just described. Now, the American Federation of Government Employees, which represents both ERS and NIFA employees, those employees made the move or voted to have AFGE represent them before Kansas City was announced. 
as this new site for the the headquarters. AFGE says, we fear that this is causing confusion, and it sounds like it is causing confusion, and we're unsure how this will impact those buyout offers that we've previously talked about, Tom. And USDA announced about a couple weeks ago, or it came out about a couple weeks ago, that the buyout offers would total $10,000 rather than $25,000. And that was due to the amount of interest and the number of eligible employees for those buyouts. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. I guess maybe they figure, I'm just guessing, but if more people have more time and decide to go ahead to Kansas City, then fewer people will get the buyout or demand the buyout, and therefore they can pay them back again closer to the 25000 I think that's a fair read on the situation. And I say that because if I'm looking at this letter from USDA addressed to an ERS employee, it says if you've applied for a VERA or VSIP, respectively, you're aware that receipt of VERA and or VSIP was contingent upon your separation from ERS during a very specific window of time. Ah. Should you accept the VSIP and separate before Monday, November 25th or after Friday, December 6th, the VSIP incentive and any associated VERA will be revoked. So that is exactly what some of these employees might face. Yeah, so that's up to the union now to say, wait a minute, or they could take them to court and say, give people until March 30th. They could, and AFGE has its fair share of lawsuits ongoing in the courts at this point. When I spoke to AFGE, they, while I think they were, you know, perhaps upset or angered by this recent development, they did say that they feel that this might put the pressure on members of Congress who are maybe looking at other relocations now at this point, maybe one happening at the Bureau of Land Management now, and have essentially said, well, this is a done deal. They're going. There's not much more that we we can do. And I think AFGE feels otherwise. And what do you expect to happen next? I am not sure, Tom. I think, you know, every day this seems to change. I imagine that maybe some employees might accept the offer to relocate later if they have more time. I think I think others, though, are probably fed up with the situation and want to leave. Yeah, final Christmas in Washington. And while we have you, Nicole, of course, Dale Cabanas has been confirmed and will join the Office of Personnel Management as its director. This is something you've been following. She's walking into a situation where there are lots of dangers and pitfalls and, and cross currents. I think it's a really unclear how Dale Cabanas is going to handle the situation at the Office of Personnel Management. It's unclear if she will go along with what the Trump administration wants, which is to merge much of OPM with GSA, or if, and she suggested during her confirmation hearing, well, you know, we need legislation to get this done, and without legislation, nothing is happening. It's unclear how she's going to respond and how she's going to handle it, and maybe more importantly, how she's going to message that to the OPM employees. Well, that's right. She would say that during a hearing. But can you imagine the administration keeping her as the nominee if she didn't go along with the plan? I think that's completely fair. And, you know, time will tell how she responds to this. Margaret Weikert, who's really been, I think, the face of the OPM GSA merger, she still has her job as deputy director for management at OMB. And she's just a couple blocks away uh, at the executive office of the president. And so, 
you know, these moves could continue. We could continue to see more small steps toward an emerged OPM with GSA. Sure. And of course, the unions don't like that one either. They had a last ditch effort letter to the Senate to try to get her not voted in. It was not a close vote, but she didn't exactly get the entire Senate to go her way. It was like a three to three to one or two to one type of majority. But uh, they are not happy with the way, as you've reported, the way she ran the Federal Labor Relations Authority. So they think they already know this cat and they just don't like her in this new perch. That's a good way of putting it. They've cited poor employee engagement scores at FLRA during her tenure. They've also described, uh, you know, vacancies at the agency. And a lot of that, I think, is already going on at OPM. Wow. Well, lots to report on. More to come. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of her ongoing coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com.